Hey friends, this episode of Drinking with Friends contains adult language and content that isn't suitable for all audiences. So send your kids out back, toss them a bag of goldfish, and let them fight it out like the pack of wolves they really are. Enjoy! Welcome back to Drinking with Friends, the podcast where we get drunk with our best friends, talk about friends, and get Katie fucked up, finally! She's drinking tonight. She's drinking. I hope you get blacked out and tell us all your secrets. Only one bottle of wine. One bottle. She poured the whole bottle into one bottle so she didn't have to get up again. (laughs) That's me. Fill it to here. It's not. It's most of the bottle. It's like a normal seven fifty of wine. Although, if you hold that glass up in front of your face, it looks like it's as it big does. as your head. Yeah, it does. It's like this big. It's half my face. Okay, I'm Rachel. I'm Angie. <laughs> I'm Katie, and I am drawing two bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Sam just asked us what sort of inappropriate content she should draw, and I said two buttholes kissing, and she said. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have to read a text to you guys. I sent out and I don't know how to read this without like actually reading it. And I don't really want him to see that I read it. You got to read okay, it. Okay, wait. I got it. I got it. Okay. So this guy that I went to high school with, I just sent an invite to our Facebook page. And he said, thanks for the invite. I remember that time I put some. <laughs> I can't. I'm I'm so prepared for it. I remember that time I put some suntan lotion on you at Slide Rock in high school. Ooh, Slide Rock. I don't remember this happening. You have... What? You have what? You have the nicest butt. Oh, this is just his response to you inviting him? Inviting him to, like, our Facebook page. Then he said, I had a huge boner. (laughs) But I assume he meant a huge boner. Oh. We are in our 30s, mind you. And you you received this today? Um, 16 16 minutes ago. What a treat. (laughs) What a treat. Do you think he is also drunk? Tell us more about his huge boner. Does he know that you're a lesbian? It's slide rock. Um, I'm pretty sure he does. I mean, look at Rachel's friends on Facebook. So I hope he's listening to this, and I hope it gives him a big old boner. <laughs> Is that the end? That he had a boner? That's, it. That's all he said. No. What are you gonna say? That's the end? I'm gonna not ever you read it. Have to, you have to read it and respond. What the fuck do you say to that? You know what? Don't read it. Maybe you someone right. could send us an email with how they think you should respond. Oh, you yeah. just write boner with the asterisk. Yeah, just correct his spelling. <laughs> that would be, that's who you are as a person as well. <laughs> oh my god. That's so Katie, funny. That's really funny. Also, oh, thank you. Right, your ass is fine, but your tits yeah, sure. are really top drawer. Yeah. yeah. In high school, they were uh, they were nice in high school. I think I had a nice like B or C cup. There ain't no way. <laughs> what you only had a B in C in, in B in high school, and you got those tiggo bitties. 
Yeah, but in high school, I spent like every day running and working out because I was in sports all year. Anyways, let's move along. (laughs) I can talk about Bonners no more. She's going to throw up. (laughs) Everybody tell me what you're drinking because now I need to get fucked up. I think I'm already drunk. (laughs) I am drinking a handcrafted with my own two hands elderflower gin martini wow i told you Rachel. <laughs> I told you know what wow. you should be drinking that in a doorway like with your like glasses on with your glasses on yeah one, you can katie. borrow my glasses the, yeah your glasses would work out good one now. katie yeah listening to your albums <laughs> what are you drinking oh i'm drinking a chateau saint michelle riesling about half the bottles in my glass are you I sure it's not in my belly? <laughs> I started chilling it right oh, after I had dinner. Oh my god, years. he just he just sent another message. No. What's the status of his huh. boner? He said, "I'd totally marry you." He's got to be like something's going on for him. I you got it. You, you got to bring up a picture. You got to like text us a picture right now. I need a visual. <laughs> I need a visual. I need okay. you to respond so this can just be our podcast. <laughs> It'll just be a play by play of. I don't. What happens next? I I need a visual. What's his first name? I'll bleep it out. Okay. Is his last name? Check <laughs> his bonner right now. I can't. Can you imagine if it was? Believe it. Are you sending a picture? Um, I'm looking for one. He like I feel like he just got out of prison. A bonner. This is the part in the podcast where it's just silence because everyone's silently giggling to themselves. <laughs> Do not edit this out. This is the suspense. <laughs> I need to know what's happening for him because that's really funny. Yeah, I don't really know. I did, there's like... He wants he to marry you. Hardly any pictures. Did you marry him? Just show picture. Okay, hold on. Is he Mormon? Good question. Is he Mormon? No, he's... He's not person. Mormon. Do you think that he is also gay? Is he Latter-day Saint? Um, that's Mormon. Oh. <laughs> and no. Okay, I'm texting you this picture of him. I cannot. He's on the left. I think he, I think this, oh yeah, this picture is from 2017. Oh. So oh, he looks oh. a little different now, but we made out in high school. Did oh, you also Rachel. touch his honor? That's how he knows about your butt. Wow. Oh! <laughs> Oh my god. That's a beautiful picture of bubbles. They kissing. look like like bird beaks. Yeah, they do. They're little bird buttholes. The next person that subscribes in the next 10 minutes gets that picture. Yeah. <laughs> now we have to like watch out when we release this. <laughs> Sam. Yeah. What are you drinking? A mango seltzer. I'm on my last week of dry January. I shall make up for it. <laughs> Good for <week>. you. <laughs> A whole month. Okay, me, because you're all asking. Oh, what Rachel. I'm drinking? What are you drinking? <laughs> no one cares. Hey, yeah. Rachel, please tell us. So I just did. So Angie and I love a podcast called Wine and Crime, and one of their sponsors is Wink Wine Club. Yes. And I finally did it, although I sadly could not use their code. I it wasn't working. Oh, I don't know why. Shit. But one of the people on there, one of her favorite wines or i don't know if it's her favorite but she talks about it all the time is a grenache that's amanda she it's her favorite yeah i found a grenache and that's what i'm drinking and it's the first one i've ever had and it's pretty fucking good rachel 
I need you to know that you drinking wine makes me uncomfortable. It's weird. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird choice, but I got a deal on it, so I thought. Well, then I'm behind. Why not? If you got a deal, then I support. You got wine, not. I am part of that club. <laughs> yeah, you get it every month. Every month. How much you pay? Is it like sixty bucks, and then you get sixty-four, and then you get four like, bottles? Like five, like because they're not. It's not. It's not a number of bottles. It's a price tag. Did you know you could just I buy see. it and get a good quality wine by the box? I like box wine. I like Kirk- <laughs> I like Kirkland box wine. So. Sometimes it's on sale. <laughs> I just found out that this girl that um, I know from college is like started her own, or I think she's a co-founder of a winery and they do canned wine. Huh. Huh. Like so she was a sommelier and then I think she started this. A sommelier is big, big deal. Big, yeah. Big deal. big deal. It's like super hard to get into the program and then like super hard to actually become a sommelier. Yeah. I guess I should have married her in co- in college, and then I could be the I should I could be the you would be Mister Somalia. You'd be the one with the bonner. I'd be the one with the bonner. Yeah, Mister Somalia. All right, let's, let's uh... record a podcast. All right, guys, yeah. I'll tell you what I thought. This is this is episode eighteen. <laughs> Wait, what's the, the... By the way, season, season one. one, episode eighteen, the one with all the poker. Okay, this is what I thought. Monica throws the worst poker night of all time. No one is allowed to have any snacks <laughs> while they're playing because it makes the cards greasy. <laughs> she also keeps snickering to herself while she takes everyone's money, all while claiming she's not competitive. Plot twist. This episode is a double entendre. Do not know how to spell that. I'd love to know <laughs> how you <to> try. <laughs> yeah. It's also about all the poker... Joey is doing with his dick. Wow. He's Mr. Sommelier. That's all. all right. Okay, well, here's what actually happened. So, it starts off with Rachel searching for a job. She's sick of being a waitress. She does eventually get a call back from Saks Fifth Avenue. Goes in for an interview, but doesn't get it. Which is oh so sad. All the dudes talk about poker at one point, and the girls decide they want to learn how to play. They try a game, goes poorly, so Monica has her Aunt Iris, is that her name, right? Aunt Iris? Yes. Come over to teach them. (laughs) They still lose the next game, and then eventually at the end, Rachel wins. Sorry, it's not the end. Eventually, Rachel wins and gets pretty cocky. Then she finds out that during their next game that she doesn't get the job and her and Ross do this crazy like bet raising situation all the while through this episode Ross is trying to convince all the guys that he is over Rachel though obviously he is not when they play their first game he's like acting like this big old tough guy big bitch (laughs) yeah he's being a big bitch (laughs) like oh like I can't remember, remember what he says. I'm stupid oh, as shit. On the table. I'm not a nice guy. Right. Right. Okay, Ross. Cool, 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 cool. And then after Rachel finds out she doesn't get the job and they're in that betting war, he folds even though he could have won. And it's because he obviously loves yeah. her. That's that. That's that. As my roommates would say, 
that's the T. Oh, that's that because the they're in their early 20s. Are they like 24? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, all my roommates are in their <laughs> teens. They might as well be compared to your old yeah. ass. Yeah. <laughs> Got her. Got her. Got me. Yeah, that's uh, that's this episode. That's the name of the game. I really liked this episode. I have always oh really liked this episode. Oh my god, I was just gonna I say, like this I hated this episode. Yeah, I, I was so it. bored. I was like, I watched it four times. Grasping at straws to try to find something that I liked about it. Yep. Why did you watch it four times today, Kate? Well, I watched it earlier this morning, and then I fell asleep again while watching it. And what then, time? What time was that at? Uh, after my alarm went off at like nine ish. Then uh-huh. I went to sleep, and then I watched it again around six. You watched this episode. You woke up well, watched... at nine in the morning, watched this episode, asleep. and then fell asleep <laughs> and fell back to sleep <laughs> on the third like day. during it. Yeah. <laughs> what a life you lead, Kate. I watched it at like six, and I was <laughs> like, "This is so boring." And then I watched it again. To like really get my oh, things no. together, yeah. and then I started it again and didn't finish that time either because I just wanted to check out something in the episode. <laughs> so you watched the whole thing? No, I watched like most of it. <laughs> Watching your face through that whole experience, Rachel, was really entertaining. <laughs> I just, I just can't believe. I just call that you're a real person. I can't believe. I cannot believe. Love you. Okay. Well, anyways, I guess maybe you guys don't have any, but what was your favorite part? I do have, I think, a favorite part. It better not be more than one. You're shitting all over the episode. (laughs) I liked the beginning when they're all helping Rachel get her resumes out to help her find a job because they're all really working together for her. She's trying her best again. (laughs) My God, Katie, are you going to (laughs) cry? No. My other favorite part? Is when Rachel wins that hand against Ross and then sings that little song after she like picks up his chips and is like, This one's Ross's, this one's Ross's, and then like sings a little bit. And she tells him that his glass open and he checks, and then he goes, She's like, I just made you look. (laughs) So funny. I also found it interesting too. It was not my favorite part, but just like the. From where we are now to where they were then, like literally folding and mailing resumes mm-hmm. out to companies. Yeah. Like random places. And then so waiting weird. to receive letters back, inviting you to come in for an interview. Yeah. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. just like this weird, like time capsule of like, remember those days? Yeah. Remember letters? I remember when I was like first applying to jobs, yeah. my mom was like, "You have to call everywhere and see if they." I'm like, "No, it literally says on their thing, do not call. We will contact you." And she's like, "You still gotta call." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> like you can't do that now." <laughs> it's cray cray. But my favorite part, <laughs> I like, I had to really search for one. Um, but I did, I did find one. I it was very brief. Um, but I actually loved the part with Aunt Iris. Mm. I did. <laughs> I am. I do. And I am. Oh, yes. God. Because she she came in hot. I loved her outfit with like the black and the white and the suspenders. And she was just like rocking it with the bright red jacket. And then um, 
she was just so sassy and fierce and then she was like gone and that's all you need from her that's all you need and i thought you go Glenn she's like a good one night stand <laughs> you go Glenn in, Coco. Yeah. sassy then leaves and that's all you need done okay then you order yeah. pizza for yourself you know i'm not having one night stands so that's what i'm saying <laughs> You try to pretend like then they leave, but you just fall in love. (laughs) Well, the one time I ever was like, I guess I'll truly have a one night stand. Then we got into a relationship. So Uh that's not not how you do it. Yeah, I'm not meant for a one night stand. I like to fuck when I know them. You know, ew, it makes it better. But like, people, you know. we don't want to hear that part. It's weird. You know, it's like you're, it's like your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's talking everyone's about, uncle. Talking about sex. Nobody wants to hear that. Sam. Uncle Rachel. Sam, what? what was your favorite part of the episode? We'll get to Uncle Rachel sure. next. Sure. 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 <laughs> so the reason this is my favorite part is because, so this episode was super boring. Yes. But it it resonated the most that was like the most i've ever felt like our group of friends is similar to sure. people in their competitive nature and game playing. Ah. with that being said when they were at ross's apartment and i think maybe chandler said we could play another game of pictionary and then they all dropped because of monica and ah. right it's like when people used to throw things during salad that's why bowl. we're on a bit of a yep. salad bowl hiatus liz <laughs> well yeah also because there's a pandemic <laughs> i love salad bowl. yeah all right angie yes did you go i did i did it's it's uncle rachel's turn oh it's me i had i had two parts that i liked and then an overall idea similar to sam so i liked the intro i like when they do the like random sing or like whistle or hum or whatever because i feel like we do that a lot i try to say goodbye angie why is that your go-to song it's so good uh because it's the greatest song of all time <laughs> it's either so in in my head constantly is either that song or the growing pains theme song that's true Mm-hmm. What's the growing themes? Show me that smile again. Oh, show me that, show me that, that smile. Don't waste another minute when you're, you're crying. <laughs> You'll be that's, that's, that's the song. You're nowhere near the end. The best is ready to begin. I'm not sure. As long as we've got another minute. I don't think Growing Pains was one of my go-to shows. I don't know that song at all. It's amazing. Well, I'm going to need you to learn the lyrics so you can sing back up. Okay, great. I'll do it for next time. Anyway, I agree with you. Uh, It was, I agree with you. Back to you, Uncle Rachel. (laughs) I liked that part. And then I liked... (laughs) What? Point and <laughs> Angie, who's leaning back in her chair, twirling her hair, one leg up, martini in hand. Ah. <laughs> so, so long. Literally like Alanis Morissette when it covers her yes. chestnut yes, video. Yes, it can. It can. 
She's tried it. Seems like she's tried it. (laughs) She must have turned Steve or taken spicy pictures together. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy. Anyways. I liked the part with the, the whistling at the beginning. Um, I liked the part when Ross was yelling at Marcel, don't turn the music on, don't turn the music on. And then it was the lion sleeps tonight. I thought that was mm-hmm. funny. Because that's like an overarching thing for Marcel too. Arching or arching? Arching. I think they're interchangeable. Arching? Like a character arch? Overarching? Yeah, I don't know. Character arch? No, yes. character arch. But... The thing that I, the reason that I think that I really like this episode is because it reminds me of us, like Sam was saying, but because we have, I mean, not now, not during COVID, obviously, but like normal times, we have poker games. And I feel like it's not that like we, as like the, the girls don't know how to play, but none of us seem to really care. Yeah. (laughs) And then like, Sam's husband has all his friends over. Yeah, and they all, like, get really into it and spend hours fucking playing. And then we just go in another room and play games. Having the best time of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the time that we, like, went down a a Britney Spears rabbit hole and just watched video after video after video. Mariah Carey. It was so fun. Meatloaf. That was a real vortex. Yeah. The the first time I ever went to a poker game i didn't i was like yeah i'll try and i went to the end and i ended up splitting the the pot with that kid (laughs) (laughs) then after that i was like there's no way in hell i'm ever spending three hours playing this game for money again the first i'll put my five dollars in i'll play for like 30 minutes and then i'll just start going all in until i'm out (laughs) the first time i went to a poker game i almost got into a fight what you did you you and i you and i weren't hang, you and i weren't hanging out then but your boyfriend was playing the same game that we were playing and, and i sat long i sat, you were not welcome I, there i sat next to you and she thought that i was like hitting on her man who was wearing i think one of those like button-up short sleeve shirts with like flames on it wait so, like, who thought? i love that you just said the phrase hitting on her man his name is <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what she thought. She was, it was crazy. Like she, when I left, when I left, she was like, she was being held back by him so that she wouldn't fight me. It was crazy. Yeah, it did. It did end well for them. Who is this? Someone that I know? Uh, I don't, I don't know. So. We worked with him. Oh. He would give women like earrings while his wife was at home. That's like other. Okay. Like, I'm not sure like, tell me. <laughs> Let's reflect on what you did to instigate that. Nothing. I sat next to Sam, and Sam was next to him. So she thought that he I was like hitting on him. He literally. And I was like, I don't even know this guy. It wasn't. It wasn't like that time with the TSA lady in the airport. No. Oh no, my god. Did. That- I, mean, like, I, <laughs> him. I was at both. I was at okay. Both of it. All right. It was crazy. They were different. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> just, just a a background of Katie. I was like maybe twenty years old. No, I, no, at that house, at <laughs> the poker game, yeah. at the airport, I was you were ever. 29, Let's 28. Sam so or Katie, we're all we're <laughs> in Boston, Miami. right? No. Going through the airport, we're in Miami. 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 Okay, yeah. in Miami, coming back. Okay, going through <laughs> security. So we, Katie, Katie, and I both had our luggage, a carry-on bag, and our purse. 
which the plan was to just shove the small, the little small mm, purse mm-hmm. into the camera bag, which both of us forgot to I do. Did. So we get up there and the TSA lady is like, mm, mm-hmm all upset she's like first of all like no like you cannot have this many bags it's unacceptable yet i put my no i put yes, my kate, like, yes, kate in my but we're getting there we're getting there suitcase in that like so we hole in the, the hole, the hole, in the hole the where she partied with so like yes we had the three bags and like that was not allowed so she says that to us and we're like okay so we shove our purse into our carry-on bags and then we're like, we're, then we're fine. And then we just needed to keep our mouths shut and proceed. And then she says, she being Katie says, we didn't have to do this in Boston on the way down or something. Of That's love. not what happened. Yeah. Okay. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. You guys kept walking and she made me put my bag into that thing. And she was like, yes, you have to check that bag. And I was like, yes, I didn't, have to, I didn't have to check it in Boston. She was like, this is in Boston. And I was like, okay, cunt. Yes. Because you <laughs> well, asked her about having to put the purse yeah. into the carry-on bag. Kate, no, I had I to do the same thing. I did not sass her with that. Because I was well, doing it as we were walking up to her. No, no, because yeah, I believe we all watched it. I also <laughs> didn't do it. That was the plan, and we that's what we discussed doing, but we didn't. And then she was like, you have too many bags, you have two carry-ons. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, shit. So then it was just shove it into the carry-on, and then we're good to go. And it was there was some sort of exchange, and that's when she was like, we need to check the size of just your luggage, like the rolling luggage, and put it in. And it was like, <laughs> I don't Lady know, Miami TSA like a me. quarter of an inch Kate. too large oh, that like could have been squished in. Oh, and she was just like, nope, you need to check your bag. And, and then and Katie was so no, but then, bad. So then the rest of us <laughs> go through. The rest of us go through. And we get there and they're like, oh, so the overhead things, whatever, are full. So we're going to check your bags for you. Complimentary. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was pissed. I knew that was going to happen. I didn't know that was going to happen. That happens on like every flight. Every full flight. Every flight. I just just remember you being so mad. And uh, and me being like, you were so mad at the TSA. You said you were going to write a letter. You were you were not exactly yeah. nice to her, which doesn't well, help. Just being a bitch for no reason. You are, yes. <laughs> Kate, can I say something? No. Oh, yeah. You don't get you don't get super angry often, and you're pretty approachable. And you were unapproachable in the airport because of your anger. And the, what's most impressive is the longevity of your anger that you <laughs> no later, are still feeling yeah. this way. Mm-hmm. That's. Wild. It is. Wild. That was, was like so 20. Because no one else that was, was just me. No, I did too. I mean, up. she said to me that I had too many bags. So then she watched me shove the purse in and I looked at her and I, I was like, thing. oh my God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea, which I like did somewhere, but I was just like, I had no idea. Thank you so much. I boosted her ego and away I went. <laughs> She fluffed her cutters. Fluffed her? <laughs> Sam, what was your favorite part? I already I already did it. Oh, I wasn't yeah, listening then. Least favorite parts. My least favorite part is when Rachel gets that interview and she's 
fanning herself, trying not to cry because she gets to shop for a living. I just hate her in these episodes. I hate her. She's annoying. <laughs> Wait, what? Who? Rachel. Oh. When she's yeah, like, you don't like her. She's like, I get to shop for a living. <laughs> and I hate her. And then she doesn't get the job, so whatever. This is why Katie got in that fight with the TSA lady. Tell us how you really feel. Wow. I don't like her, so whatever. (laughs) I have a lot of feelings. Do you? Yeah. She just doesn't let them out. Yeah. And then when she does it, it's terrifying. (laughs) She blacks out. It's physically incredible. Good times. (laughs) Damn. Good times. Healthy times. (sighs) Guys, okay, my... My least favorite part. Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> okay. So, oh I'll God. go. Somebody has to go. <laughs> so my my least favorite part, and I understand that there's like a later connection to this, to this being my, my least favorite part, but my least favorite part was the whole like Marcel and the song. I get that it's like cute and like yeah it's a monkey playing music so like that's fun but like at this point in the series I get it like it's a funny song the lion sleeps tonight it's like the jungle and he's a monkey so like yeah it's his favorite song but at this point in the series like there's no (laughs) point and it doesn't it doesn't fit anywhere else it doesn't connect to anything else that's going on like everything else that whole plot line like that song like marcel has been in other episodes so like i feel like this was he plays that song in a future episode too i think i know that but at this point like when the episodes are coming out i feel like there is no point to him being in this episode other than to just like keep him present in these episodes yeah. Until they get rid of him, I didn't like it. You can disagree with me. Spoiler alert! And like, I mean, he's not gonna live to be a hundred. Sam, he's a monkey. He also doesn't she... die. So yeah. Well, she doesn't die, Katie. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> what if our Katie doesn't die? What if she never, like, she just lives forever, and she's like two hundred five years old? You wouldn't know because you all be dead. Seems likely. It could happen. She's the Grim Reaper. I'm that lady from that video Sam sent. <laughs> Are you excited for your birthday you party? For your party? No. No. Flossy, oh. Dickie Flossy or Floss- something. Yeah, Dickie Flossy. I thought it was 10 years Dickie. old. So <laughs> Either way, it's equally as strange. Dickie Flossy. 110 years old, Flossy. just wants a nap. Katie's 32, just wants yep. a nap. They are parallel. Same, oh, God, same shit there. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. She was like, bitch, get out of my face. Like her <laughs> wrist is going to break holding this. Yeah. She needed her osteoporosis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Marcel thing. Yeah. I feel like they are just kind of keeping Marcel around. But Marcel does play like a part in some like plot points in the future so i feel like they're still trying to be like yeah i don't want you to forget about this character that we have whereas like in later episodes and seasons they're like yeah we 
don't fucking care. And then they'll just like bring someone back or they'll just get rid of someone completely. I just feel like there's a way that you could do that uh, that makes a little bit more sense. Like maybe in a scene, Marcel could have like ran out of the bedroom and stolen a poker chip and then ran off or like tried to eat it or something. Like it's just like this weird Marcel's playing music and nobody's acknowledging it except for Ross. And it's just like, I don't, I just don't like it. I think they brought him back in this episode because he was, like, not present in the last couple. couple, Yeah, yeah. But the next episode that we'll talk about is episode 19, which is the one where the monkey gets away. Mm -hmm. I think they wanted to do, like, a reminder that he still exists in Ross's life. Yeah. Now, see, my thought process was they, like, veered off of the whole monkey track and then they were like, oh, shit, we gotta take care of this monkey somehow. How do we <laughs> take care of it? We gotta put How a hit out on that about this plot line <laughs> and then move on from it. Are they gonna kill the monkey? No, no. <laughs> Everything they well, I also wonder, like, <laughs> yes, I do think it would have makes made sense for them to incorporate Marcel doing something like more. bad or annoying with the poker game. But I also wonder if it was a case of like this is an animal and it will and it. Like maybe the monkey was refusing to to do it, or you know, like. But also, like he was doing like something annoying and crazy. Like he just kept playing that song over and over, and that's why Phoebe was like, "Can we just listen to anything else?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't then know. Ross acted like it was his wife, and he was gonna have to pay for that later. Yeah, which is a common theme with Ross and Marcel. It is yeah. like his yeah. relationship because he can't be with <gasps> Rachel, so he's oh, just funny, so Rachel. Shame. Yeah, because he I mean, he's like has no love interest except for the person that at the very beginning of the episode that Chandler's talking yes. to him about. Right. Yeah. Laura. And who is like has some weird thing. And Ross is like, oh, it's not that. About the Flintstones. Oh, yeah. Actually being real. Flintstones could have been real. Couldn't ever happen because dinosaurs and humans never lived at the same time. <laughs> did you know that birds actually came from dinosaurs kate yeah i did is that why you're so scared of them no because i want a dinosaur yeah but so like but maybe you're scared because it's happen. like something i love has been like mutated no <laughs> i'm scared because i chipped my teeth that time running away from birds actually i'm scared because when i was little my mom's grandmother had like two birds i think and my brother was stumbling around as a two-year-old, knocked the cage over, and they went fucking buck wild in the apartment. And I was freaking out because they were flying everywhere, like, in our hair. In flying your hair? Into windows. Like, they were, like, flying so close to us. They were, like, catching our hair and, like, flying into windows. It was... That's so funny. I was paying so much money to watch that. I watch like little five. baby, truly little baby Katie. Just, just you know what? birds. <laughs> That's a really legitimate story as to why to be scared yeah. of birds. That, yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, I feel like I'm... It's so my cousin got two birds when she was like, she's like four years older than me, maybe. Did so she, she was like nine, stone? eight, nine. And she's allergic to them. So she had to give them away. So my aunt Sam. gave them to their, her grandmother, who is like my great-grandmother. And she just had them in her apartment. And I'm like, great. <laughs> She said, did she get one stone? My cousin got two birds and Sam said, did she also get one stone? (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't even listen to your story. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to retell it. I know. (laughs) I know. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. 
ever, guys. Oh my god, we gotta move I'm on. Tell, yes. I'm gonna tell my least yes. favorite part. Tell I'm it. Now. I'm ready. Okay. So when they're playing the poker game in Monica's apartment, Chandler wants to use the phone, Joey, for pizza. Joey. And, yes. Same thing. Yes, you're right, Joey. He can't because Rachel's waiting for the phone call, so he opts out of calling for a pizza. But he could have walked across the hall to call for a pizza. Like I don't. That's wild to just <laughs> have the idea of ordering a pizza <laughs> and then stopping at that idea. Yeah, when that it, that's a ten. That's ten feet away. There is nothing that will satisfy wanting to order a pizza other than. Ordering, ordering a pizza. pizza. But yeah. let me ask this. I wasn't listening, so what was the beginning of that? Why couldn't he order the pizza? Why would he have to go ask the hall? Rachel was waiting for the phone call. Oh, right, right. So, That's yeah, what I so assumed. This, but. this was like the whole sending out your resume via the mail. Right. And waiting for the letter to come back to ask you to come in for an interview. So Rachel had the interview and then and then was waiting for a call back from the interview to find out about the job. So Joey couldn't tie up the phone line. Right. So that Rachel it missed the like call. Like, it would have been like if Angie was in her bedroom and wanted to call for pizza, but her phone was in the great room. And so she said, fuck it. We're not getting pizza. Like, <laughs> all, that, all the tic-tac instead. <laughs> that, that, I could Yeah. Yeah. That is one thing, though, that I like about Friends. There's a lot. I mean, this one is, eh. Um, could have easily been fixed. But there's a lot of plot lines that if yeah. if it happened now would not have worked because there's cell phones and because there's the internet and there's all these things that like would have made these plot lines that even looking back, I find to be pretty funny. And I I don't know if it's like a nostalgia thing or what, but they would have made them not doable, not funny, whatever. Yeah. But there, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of plot lines in the show regarding like the phone being tied up or, Or, like, I, I don't no. know what season, if there's, like, a, there's an incident in a later season about, like, the answering machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> recording on the answering machine. Yeah. It's just, like, it's or just like, a concept that now, like, if a, if a kid no. was watching this as, like, a 16-year-old, they would be, like, what's an answering up. machine? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, that episode where Rachel and Phoebe goes, goes out, and, like, yeah. I think they have cell phones at that point but rachel gives her home phone number yeah. to a person <laughs> yeah to later meet yeah. him at a party like he's like i'll call you later yeah. so you can meet up with us but like why would she be like oh let me give my home phone i'll check the messages and yeah. then meet you like no once i'm home sweatpants i'm home (laughs) yeah i feel like there were there's a lot of episodes where like they do kind of have cell phones like or one of them does but they don't really use them right like Like that one where phoebe's cell phone is ringing and she's like annoyed that it's ringing she's like oh whose cell phone is that yeah and then she realizes that it's hers and it's like oh my god nobody ever calls me yeah i mean (laughs) i guess at that time like even by what the end is 2004 yeah like cell phones were i think in 2004 i probably had a brick like a nokia brick in 2004 my sister and i were sharing a cell phone and it was just a a classic cell phone like it wasn't a flip phone it was just like that rectangle where you could like you could play that snake game yeah that was the nokia brick oh 
Sure. Yeah, sure. Right. And you could like change the, you could like snap yeah, on and off the cover and the keys oh. lit up like electric green. I don't, blue. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but it had that like internet button and like, or there was like somehow you, you could like, uh, you could somehow it. access the internet. But then like if you did, it was going to charge you like a hundred dollars per minute or something. Yeah. So you had to like, <laughs> pre- like jam the button. Click and it down. Yeah. Real test. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days. And before that, rotary phones. That's it. All yeah. This one? No. That, <laughs> oh, that's not that a wasn't brick. it. Here. That wasn't it. No. I had I can find it. I had a phone, a cell phone at one point, when flip phones became a thing, that looked like a boob. <laughs> it was like a body. It was one of the first ones that I, I'd ever seen that had like an actual front to it. So it was like straight down and then the bottom was round and had a like a screen that if you got a text or something it would show up and it had like the time on it but it looked like a long sagging tit That's so weird <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen anything like that i think i loved I it that. i don't know I why oh you don't know you maybe know why you loved it no that's why you became a lesbian listen who right. had a favorite quote from this episode <laughs> wait i don't think i said my least favorite part why? Well, what are you even talking about, Rachel? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what Nobody was your does. least favorite part? My least favorite part was when Ross was a dick at the end of that that game, being like, "Oh, if you're gonna, yeah." I mean, I forgot it again, but you know what you guys said earlier. Like, I I didn't write it down, but yeah, I was like, when Dude, the cards oh, are on the no, table, I'm no. not a nice guy. That whole thing. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it. All right, now we can move on. I don't like it. She didn't like it. All right, so my I have two favorite quotes. Uh-huh. Um, the first one's from Chandler, and it's when he says, "Yes, and I get my yayas from IKEA. You have to put them together yourself, but they cost <laughs> a little less." <laughs> because it's true. That is a thousand percent true. That is true. I loved Chandler in this episode. Yeah, he, he was had funny. He had so many of those like one-liners and i feel like that was just his sole purpose in this episode to just like keep throwing those things out yeah because actually one of my i had i had two favorite quotes in this episode and one of them was from him and it was wait oh sorry i'm sorry (laughs) we're done please forgive me this is what the podcast is like when katie's also drinking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my second favorite quote is from rachel when she says your fly is open yeller <laughs> <laughs> anyways go on Ange. <laughs> okay one of my quotes was my favorite quotes was from chandler and it was when they were at ross's right yes they're at ross's and then Rachel comes in and she said something about like, oh, I forget what she says. Like, I have great news or you're never going to believe what happened or something. And Chandler is like, the fifth dentist caved and now they're all recommending Trident. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Ryan even laughed out loud that. at that part. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That was so funny. And then the other one was just in reference to um, Monica's competitive nature. And when her and Phoebe were talking about it, Phoebe was like, oh, you're, oh, you're, so you're not competitive. And then she goes, hello, Kettle. This is Monica. You're black. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That made me laugh. <laughs> Sam. Wow. My uh, turn? Yeah. Our glasses are off. <laughs> Your turn, Sam. 
Okay, my least, no, my favorite, <laughs> okay, my favorite line. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, it's not tired. Okay, it's when they're at the poker table and Ross doesn't have enough money. So <laughs> yes. At yes. Joey, and he says, Joey, I'm a little shy. And Joey says, that's okay, Ross, you can have <laughs> yeah. That was also one of my favorites. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. I liked that. Rachel, you're up. <laughs> I also, I had a couple of them because I liked this episode and then you guys all hated it. <laughs> One of my favorites was at the beginning when they're all like helping Rachel stuff envelopes with her resume when they discover that there's the typo and Ross says, oh, I'm sure they'll be impressed with your excellent computer skills. And when Rachel says, oh my God, do you think it's on all of them? <laughs> and then I think, yeah. I think Chandler says like, Oh no, I'm sure the computer caught a couple. <laughs> or the printer. No, I think Joey said Joey, it. Joey said it. Because yeah. I remember Joey. thinking, wow, Joey. Joey was like, I, yes, I also remember thinking about him calling it the Xerox machine. Because mm-hmm. I think you had to like go to a store yes. probably to like make yeah. copies, well, right? That's why the Coffee Girl exists. That is the brand. Like, that's the, that is the, it's a Xerox machine. Mm-hmm. It's like Band Aid mm-hmm. versus Bandage. Tissue versus Kleenex, Kleenex versus tissue. tissue. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a Kleenex. But it was it was funny because like there's so many brands that are there but not really there. And then they're just like outwardly calling it a Xerox mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. Wild. It is wild. Wild. So my my last one, well, I don't know. I had a lot in this episode. But <laughs> of course. I just just quick ones when Ross was putting down his hand he said oh you better hop out of the shower because i got a flush i yes <laughs> that was some poop humor and i thought that was funny i did like that and then rachel i think said well you gotta get back in because i got four sixes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. and then i also liked at one point rachel was kind of going at ross and Phoebe just chimed in and was like, plus that shirt doesn't really match the pants. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> uh, that's all. I said them all. That was funny. <laughs> Speaking of Ross's shirts and pants. Yes. Please talk uh, about it. But mostly just his shirts. Oh, I, I feel like the, the theme of this episode was like Ross just doubling up on oversized shirts. <laughs> yeah. It was like... Yeah. Henley and then nice button up over it but let's just push the sleeves all the way up mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy like that yeah. kid you went to high school with I know the one Kate I know exactly what? the Everyone? one someone that you have to do that sleeves all the way up you would wear like a t-shirt mid you would wear like a t-shirt with like a, a long sleeve shirt under it uh-huh. and push the sleeves all the way up to like the t-shirt what and the I was fuck like what's the point what's the point I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nobody knows. Nineties and two thousands fashion. <laughs> I I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the the scene with Aunt Iris, uh, I- Aunt Iris, Aunt Iris, <laughs> so Monica and Iris were in red, and Phoebe and Rachel were both in really dark, which I think was like symbolizing the four. of cards yeah oh yeah i totally get him because i thought oh it's it's really unusual that two characters would be wearing such like a 
bright, obvious color next to each other when Monica opened the door. And then when it showed Phoebe and Rachel, I was like, wait a second. Phoebe was like, I think in a black shirt and Rachel was in like a really dark navy maybe. But I was like, that is on purpose. Like they are definitely... For a show that fucks up constantly, is it on all BuzzFeed like that I've ever <laughs> uh-huh. for all of their goofs and all their fuck ups? It's weird that they would do something that nuanced. I think there's actually like quite a few things that they do like that. The longer you watch, I think like, but that I mean, I that's every show, you know. Like, there's always going to be little, not symbolic, but little things that like they purposefully put in that you might not necessarily notice unless you're actually like analyzing it which we are yes but they do fuck up a lot i mean there's a lot of you know things changing from one scene to another or like plot holes or whatever yeah sure Sure. Sure. Um, okay so does anyone else have any fashion things because i have a a thing I want to just put in, if not. I think I only saw one put vest. It put it in. There was just the one vest. Go ahead, Rachel. One vest. Okay. Put it so in. I didn't know where to put this, so I put it under the headline of random. Oh. I just, I need to comment on the decorations in Ross's apartment. Yes. <gasps> Brian comments okay. so strange. Brian was so strange. I don't think I even noticed. <laughs> Next to the door into, yes. I assume, Ross's room that Marcel run into and then slams the door. There's like a machete type thing with like a really long handle yep. that I don't know the name of what that would be. And I thought that's really fucking weird. And like, it kind of makes sense because Ross is like into history and whatnot. But then he also had like a basically just like a giant plate with a dragonfly on it. <laughs> and then he had some like a poster of the Speed oh, Racer show. Yep. Yeah. It's just like he there's no theme he's clearly like hey (laughs) i'm in like my lid my lid my (laughs) my mid to late 20s these are the things i like i'm gonna put all of them i think it's fitting (laughs) i think that's i think that's exactly what someone his age in this situation would do i agree i thought you were gonna talk about when they show ross when he's turning off the song that the fucking monkey is playing the hand that's oh on the bottom of the Katie's got to watch it for the <laughs> Oh my god. Watch it again. There is a hand, Kate. There's also, I'm pretty sure there's like a dino, sure. like a full dino um, skeleton on I one of the shelves. It's like the creepiest hand. Is it like a monkey claw? On top of the TV. Let's see. Claw? No, it's a human, a human, human hand. Claw. It's my mom's. It's a it's human claw. Hand? It's a skull. What? Do you know that episode? The, one where, the episode where Monica makes candy? Phoebe brings over that skull. Oh, it's my, that's my mom's yeah. skull, yes. It's not my mom. I was like, why <laughs> da fuck does Rose yeah. have a hand skeleton? Can you imagine just that bird that you gave her? She's moving around the house. I don't know what you're she talking about. She loves it. Anyway, let's talk about some fun facts of this episode. No, wait one second. Hold on. Angie, I have a gift for you. (laughs) What's happening? This is amazing. Rachel has removed her headphones, and now she has left the the visual screen. She saw something behind us. I got like a little spooked. (laughs) She has returned. She's drunk. She's returned. Her headphones are back on. Angie King. I yes. found this in the kitchen in the free box. 
and I thought a free box. I better give that to wait, Angie. Like, wait, wait, your wait. kitchen has a free box. <gasps> oh, it's my a God. Uh, a plug-in light, like a night light of a cardinal. Yeah, she's gonna need that. Oh, it's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that that would that would literally go with the decor of the room you're sitting in. It, it would. It's red. It really matches my color yeah, scheme. And you know what's sweet is that my Papa Fuzzy really liked the St. Louis Cardinals. So anytime I see a Cardinal, I think of him and I thought, maybe you should keep it. No. <laughs> see, that's where my love of birds also came from my grandfather. And you guys give me a lot of shit, but I'll take it because he would like watch birds all the time and then my dad was always like here's the birds blah 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 and then he got me that bird calendar and now here we are here we are one bird of the day calendar and suddenly i'm obsessed with birds i mean i saw a red card you have binoculars i shouted was that this one sam this (laughs) yeah and you were sam that's that's a male And I can guarantee you that somewhere not far away from that male was a female. It's Rachel. He was a big, he was a big beefy boy. Yeah. Rachel, I need to ask about this free box in your kitchen. It's at work. At work? Yeah, yeah. Not in my kitchen. I think it's at work. I thought it was in your apartment. So. I have a, I have a fun fact. Go ahead, Ange. So I was curious about the song that they were whistling at the beginning. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They whistled it, uh-huh. and immediately I started whistling along with them. And I was like, "How the fuck do I know this song?" Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. I asked the Google, and racked your brain. It is called the Colonel Bogey March. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. fun fact number one: that song also appears in one of my top. We'll say top 10, because top five is a little presumptuous, but top 10 favorite movies of all time. The 1998 <laughs> classic, the remake, including Lindsay Lohan, The Parent Trap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is not that same part of the song, but it is the same song. Katie's shaking her head, and I'd like to revisit that. What's up, Kate? I hate that movie. Do you want to know why? <laughs> okay. No. Because you no. and Danielle, yes. every time we have a sleepover, you yes. would make me watch it. Yes. And I hate it so much. Yes. Also, <laughs> it's here's a, another. It's a fine movie, but like after 20 times, it's, it's not <laughs> Still good. Still good. But so Katie, how many times fact. have you watched Friends? <laughs> Too many. That's why we're doing this goddamn 20. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Ange. Continue. The other fun fact which is like, I guess now a third that I'm just adding into my list because I still have a subsequent fun fact. Oh. Steve and I almost watched The Parent Trap last night, but we didn't. Oh my God, you should have. We should have, but we chose to go to sleep. A much better movie. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Sister Act 2, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. But my other fun fact is that that song, The Colonel Bogey March, as of 2019, we don't have updated information about this yet, but it was the number one leading song played by ice cream trucks in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's not what I thought you were going to say. Me either. That's so funny. What a great fact. It's a fun fact. I don't even want to 
want to say my fact because that one was funny. <laughs> wow, that was funny. Good job, Angie. That's funny. You're it's welcome. so specific. So specific. Yeah. It's so specific. Yeah. I guess I'll save my fun fact. It's not that fun. It's not as fun as that for sure. What is it, Kate? Maybe it's fun. It's not. Um, it's about Marcel <laughs> and the song. So Marcel plays the line "Sleep Tonight," as we've already talked about, by the Tokens, yep. and it was also used yes. during this the sex yes. scene that Courtney Cox performed with Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura, yes. Pet Detective. And oh. Ace Ventura also had a monkey that was like the same kind, the capuchin monkey that was like identical to Marcel because they all look the same. Oh yeah. my god! But it's very relatable. I yeah remember not being allowed to watch that scene as a child <laughs> when my brother. I've never uh, seen that movie. My brother was watching the movie when I was, you know, when we were much younger. I remember not being like we had to <laughs> fast forward through that scene. Because we couldn't watch it. I don't, I don't, I've never seen that movie, so I have no idea what you guys were talking about. Oh my god. But it seems it's interesting. so funny. I have definitely seen it, but it's been a hundred years. The monkey at the end is the reason that Ace, the pet detective, figures out that Finkel is Einhorn. Sorry, spoiler alert, but the movie's like a hundred years old, so deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> deal with it. Shit, I love that movie. Guess we're going to watch it. Okay. I don't have any guest star info. And she does. She raised her hand like it's school. Well, it's school. Hi, I have an answer. It's I have something to contribute. Mm-hmm. Okay. My favorite part was also the guest star that I chose to investigate a little bit. Um, Aunt Iris was played by Beverly Garland. Beverly, what a name. Okay, why do I know that name? name? You don't. I'm not sure. You know Judy. You know, you Judy, know Judy Garland. Oh uh, yeah, that's no, it. no relation. No Beverly relation. is not Judy. That's but it. Beverly, may she rest in peace. She passed in in 2008, unfortunately. But she had quite the career. She had like a hundred and seventy something appearances as an actress. She it was Jesus it was significant. Christ. No, it was a. I mean, there were good stuff, but it was just a lot of like one offs, like a hundred and seventy one offs. Her first appearance was in DOA in 1949. She played Miss Foster. Wow, 100 years ago, and then a whole bunch of other one offs. And then in 1964, she was between 1964 and 1965, she was on 27 episodes of the Bing Crosby show. Sure. Bing Crosby. She was yeah. also like sweet, in a lot of like Beverly. low production, low yeah. budget films that didn't really take off that I'm sure no one has heard of. And like a couple of weird episodes of Seventh Heaven, which was weird. Seventh Heaven. Man, I used to love that show, but now that guy's a sure. fucking pedophile. And it's I just... still a good show. He's so creepy. Yeah. There's the in that show. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Hard to separate yeah. those for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. She's also an anti vaxxer. Yeah, so That's how I yeah, feel just about feel. Uh, I wonder if she's anti I don't know because I've seen pictures of her and Justin both wearing masks. It doesn't, it's all that. You can't say if you're pro COVID, but you're anti all yeah. other things. That's so, it's not. are going to die from like polio or mumps. The rubella. Yeah, rubella. Or typhoid or fever, like everybody yeah, on the Oregon sure. trail. Or diphtheria. Diphtheria was a huge death back in the day, which is basically just diarrhea, dehydration. Yeah. 
Oh, oh my god, I just you got diarrhea huh? every day. So, so <laughs> many years had diphtheria for the last eight years. Maybe that's you have. Can you imagine? Maybe that's how you asked a doctor about that. Do I have Do you guys all have that vaccine? And so do I. So we're fine. I don't know, Kate. You don't. Maybe you're supposed to see this on this child and let her suffer for the next twelve years. Well, well, see, that'd be a better I'm answer better than now. Whatever's happening, very strange. I mean, except for Monday, but I have. It's not strange, you. Yeah, but like I'm your diet. to introduce things, so I'm like eating like shit, basically. But I'm fine. Is it? It's gonna, it's gonna catch up. Well, with you. there's something that's not sitting right. But here's the thing: I have something okay. to say. Oh my god! What's your thing? I just, I, it's random again, but I just wanted to say that when Rachel says, when they're playing that game right before they start the raising bet and Rachel says, well, I just lost a job and I'd like to raise about five bucks. Anyone got a problem with that? She reminds me so much of Angie. It's very scary. (laughs) It's like when Angie gets like in a scary mood and you're like, Uh don't look at her. Don't let her know that I'm in the room. That was, it was, it was just like that. Don't let her know. I that thought I you were going to say me. And I also thought you were going to go in a different direction because when she said that, I was like, you didn't technically lose a job. You never had the job. Well, no, yeah, but it was like her dream job like, sure, that she didn't the get. Opportunity like, to have sure, the job. but I thought you were yeah. going to go that direction. Rachel, sure. I, didn't, sure. I didn't realize you were so frightened of me. Um, Only when you're being scary. <laughs> oh, good point. That's a good point. Otherwise, you're very pleasant and sweet. But when you're not, guys, don't let like all rank each other right now. Everyone rank each other. Scariest of Katie. Scariest. Number one. 100%. Katie. And, <gasps> uh, I, I don't know. I disagree. Angie. It's Angie. Really? I think Rachel. I think it's a toss up between Rachel and Angie. Yeah. No. No. 100%. What? Sam is pretty scary. No. She could kill me. Sam's not scary. Sam, Sam's version of scary is seeing a boy in Myrtle Beach being like trying to be homophobic oh, towards really me good. and our friend Danielle. <laughs> and Sam walking backwards, dropping like, have a good night. Sir. Have a good I was, night. I was scared. Oh, no, you weren't. You told them to take a, video. take a Tylenol and go to bed. Make sure you have no, no, no. She <laughs> didn't say all I mean, of that to him. That's what we embellished when we told the story. She, so Sam, I would say that that was was probably one of your scariest moments of all time because you like held your hand up, you pointed at him, and you charged at him, telling him, and you waitfully, of course, have a good night because he, you were, you know, you were engaging. I didn't mean it. No, you were saying it as a way to like shut him down. Because he kept he kept coming back at you, and you just kept going back at him with "Have a good night." Because like the conversation was over, (laughs) we're not gonna do this anymore. And you were like, "Excuse me, sir, have a good night. Have a good night." Ellen and Portia are gone. I don't remember Sam charging at him. I simply remember Sam walking away and occasionally like walking backwards and literally like wagging her finger in the air yeah. and saying have yeah. a good night sir. Yeah. okay so maybe it was the happy yeah. medium she wasn't that's what i remember she wasn't back and quick but she was very forceful in her stance she was standing she still. was like 
Guys, that was me trying to tell somebody off, which is less scary than Katie just trying to interact with a TSA. Yeah, like a capital. Like Tuesday morning. And we're back. Yeah. I don't think Katie's scary. Like, I think she gives the most attitude, but I think it's funny. It's like when Ollie goes, no! Like, it's the same. Or like when Katie and JoJo go back and forth with each other. How do you know? You don't know me. When they argue with each other. So, like, we're we're in the car, and Katie, a grown-up, is talking with JoJo, a toddler, and the toddler says, she pinched me, and Katie whips her head to the side, looks at JoJo, and says, no, I did not, and then the two... The two continue to literally battle back and forth. Yes, you did. No, I did not. <laughs> oh my Rachel, god! Rachel and I have always said that Katie has prepared us as a group for my yes. children. Yes, so like fake crying during that, which was funny. But I think I think when she turns like thirteen, I was gonna say like seventeen. She's gonna murder us. Thirteen. That she's gonna be me, and we're gonna be like the best of friends. It's gonna be awesome, and you guys are in front real. None of us will like anybody. <laughs> if that happens, she's gonna be she, eight. What? She's not gonna be thirteen. She also already thinks you're a kid. Yeah, like we're does. talking about her birthday and Kiki and my friends and Kiki. <laughs> yeah, I mean we are friends. We're best friends. Yeah. She, yeah, but she categorizes you. Like she talks about Rachel. She talks about Angie. Just about my sister, but she categorizes you. The different. last time I saw her, like, the kid that take she like last time I saw her, she threw her hands in the air and goes, "Kiki." I was like, "Hi, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me?" Okay. I think the moral of this whole story is I'm a child. Is that is yeah. that Angie is the scariest of all of us? What now? Why am I? She is. I'm not Rachel. Rachel, you can take the cake. Sometimes you get when you're not happy, you it it's it's like it's like mom's not yeah. happy. Like, it's like mom's you happy. and like all the kids are like, what do you Uh-oh. say? Do you, do you respond? Do you look at Let's her? Go to our room. Do you just don't look go to your room and shut the door <laughs> and lock it? You make her a drink. Yeah, and a just snack. give just Mostly give me cheese. snacks. That's she probably all cheese. I need. Yeah, but we can't do that now. So it's like tell we have him to, to call bring me Steve back. and tell him. Yeah, Steve. let him deal with it. Give yeah. Angie some. Rachel, snacks. one could say the same about you. Know, deal with it. When you're not in a, when you're feeling cranky, one could say that make the same argument about yeah, you. Cranky. Yeah, sure. It's approach. It's approachability. Me is what makes when you know, I'm up in my space. That's you know. The <laughs> Don't look at me. Nobody look at me. Don't talk to me. Nobody talk to me. to Katie as a baseline. Don't Don't look at me. Don't try to make a joke. (laughs) I will murder you. (laughs) Oh, we've decided. You do? Out of anyone, Rachel does threaten murder the most. I will murder you. I I said that to someone the other day. (laughs) So we've agreed. Rachel and Angie are equally the scariest, and then me and Sam are not scary, so it's great. Uh, Kate is the nicest people. Kate is, it's really hard. We're all but it's like different types. It's different types of scary. (laughs) Yeah, very different. Very different. What's my scary? We've all been friends so long. We've learned how to deal with each other's scary. True, guys. 
You know what I noticed about this episode? How many nips? Not a not a single one. <sighs> first of all, which is which is upsetting. Um, so there was that. Second, that it sucked, and that I was pretty bored, so I had to entertain <laughs> myself. And third, I found like this one like teensy weensy plot hole, but then I found some other things that I will get to. So it's yeah. not really a plot hole, but it's just like one of those weird camera angle things. Mm-hmm. That like when they're sitting at the table, there's obviously that That's like part- open yes. space in uh, when they're at the table in um, Monica and Rachel's apartment. There's that space at the table, and then when they're at one point, they show a camera angle from the top down, looking at the table, and everybody's sitting around and they're like equally spaced, which never mm-hmm. happens at that round table. But that's Good just eye. like a Good that's eye. just like a camera angle thing. So that's not really anything having to do with the plot. So I thought, well, this episode didn't captivate my attention. So I decided to just switch gears a little bit. And so I found I found a couple related <laughs> things. <laughs> In uh season, there's no spoilers here unless You've recently started watching the uh, the Golden Girls. So in season one, <laughs> episode okay. three of the Golden Girls, uh, they're also playing cards. It is the one where Rose is uncertain about what her uh, her new date with Artie is going to be like because the last time she was with a man was when she slept with her husband and he died what? whilst having sex. So yeah, Rose's husband Holy died while they're crap, having yeah. sex. He had a heart attack. Um, so now Dead. time goes by 15 years later and Rose is on a date with Artie. But like, that's just the episode. And Dorothy and Sophia are playing cards and it's this whole thing. They're playing gin rummy. Dorothy is like, I'm never playing with you again. You cheat. You win all the time. I don't want to do this. But then at the end, Sophia is like, I want to continue playing cards with you because it's not about playing cards. It's about the conversation oh. and the back and forth that we have when we play cards. Yes. And it's just a sweet moment. Then there's oh another one. It is a, sweet, it is a sweet moment. In season three, episode 21, Sophia is actually playing poker <laughs> with her uh, current beau, whose name is no, something. Guys. I don't I don't remember what his name is. He's like, he's like in, he, I'm pretty sure he's in the mob. But they're like out on the lanai and they're playing strip poker. No. <laughs> have you guys ever played strip poker? No. I have. I've never played poker. I sure have. Did you play it with that guy that emailed you earlier? <laughs> you uh, matter. No. I played with oh, some other guys. Before you realized you were a lesbian. I think, I don't know if I was a senior in high school or if I had like just graduated high school. But I was around that age. I went to my friend Lena's house. Oh. There were two entrances. So my neighborhood was up on a hill. And there were two like roads and entrances up on either end of it. And I lived on on one side of it. And she lived on the other side of the neighborhood. And she had a little party. And we did strip poker. And I vaguely recall. Stripping? I don't know if I was totally naked. I was pretty drunk. We were young. We were drunk. There was like a whole table of us. I remember, I think I had a a roll of toilet paper behind my butt to cover my butt crack. That's what you decided to cover. (laughs) Your butt crack. Yeah, I don't know why. I think I had like a cell phone on my crotch or something. Maybe my hand. And like, I guess I must have 
Maybe I had a bra? I don't really know. I don't know what happened. It was 100 years ago. But yeah, I, I did play strip wow. poker that one time. With, like, And I remember being like, oh, these are like some of the cutest guys from school. Turns out they were cheating. Yeah obviously as cheating uh, like on their or, girlfriends or cheating at oh, right, cheating okay. in the game no no cheating okay. at the no, game sure. stupid i i uh yeah i don't know they're fine now you know it's one of those cases where it's like you're so hot in high school Yikes. and then like you get older and you're like eh. sure. downhill yeah, no one cares about you anymore downhill. yeah nah. like they're okay but they're not like whoa you're so hot that was your song okay that was that was my song all right all katie right. go first um so i'd marry chandler so i was funny with his like little one-liners mm-hmm. episode i fuck thieves Mostly because I really liked her in this episode. I don't know why. I think, like, I liked her hair, and I think she was getting a little bit more normal. Like, more like Phoebe's in season uh-huh. 10. I don't know why. And then I'd kill Ross, because, obviously, <laughs> he was being a little bitch the whole time. Annoying. So, I hate him. As usual. Yeah. Mine was actually very similar. I, too, would marry Chandler. Also because of the one-liners. And I feel like I often will marry Chandler cracks me up i would fuck joey because there was that one scene where he was wearing that like black and gray jacket yes i agree yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and i would kill ross because little bitch every time Mm -hmm. a little bitch Mm -hmm. sam i think maybe the same well i would definitely marry chandler he's super funny i think i'd fuck Mm -hmm. rachel i like Mm -hmm. rachel here i like her that she was sassy. And I would kill Ross just dead. Just no, dead you and call me around. and but Angie. But I would not call obviously. Rachel to help me. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, 100%. well, if you're going to kill Rachel you, or uh, Ross, you can't be like, call oh, me. He's such a great guy. We have to call the police. What? No, I wouldn't say that, but I'd be like, well, what was your reasoning? Why do you need to know our reasoning? If our, we don't need to know no. that. If, if we killed someone, there's, it justify there's no reason why you need to know our reasoning ever. If we kill someone, you need to back us up. You can't be our, God, you cannot be hey, our friend anymore. Yes. You're out. <laughs> hey, it's just it is for the long haul. Anyway, Rachel's out of our friend group. I, <laughs> we can't I, do the podcast anymore. She's gonna rat you out. I, I bet you always told the principal. No. Which, oh my god. Anyways, I would marry Phoebe <laughs> as well. Because I felt like she, yeah, she looked good. And she also got me with that comment where she was, like, shitting on Ross. And was like, well, also, like, your shirt doesn't match your pants. I thought, that's yeah. my kind of girl. That, that's you. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought like, of you. sweet and, like, will, like, dig you or make digs at you, but not, like, too, not too deep, you know? I, Just, like, a little bit. I thought you meant, I thought you meant, like, dig you, like. Yeah, I mean, like, if she's gonna dig me, then yeah, I'm gonna be happy. But also, like, you know how I feel about, like, Omari's pants. (laughs) Everyone knows. Our our friend Omari just is, like, a handsome dude, and he used to wear these pants that were so unflattering, and I just, I think I offered to take him shopping at one point. Oh, 
he did God. not take me up he on the not. offer. I don't know what his pants look like now. It's a mistake. So Mary Phoebe, fuck Rachel. I mean, she's looking good. Also, when um, yeah. <laughs> Chandler, when he made, I think it was like the Ikea comment or something, when they were in Monica and Rachel's apartment, he made some comment and Rachel like didn't quite understand what he was getting at. She made this face of like, huh? And I thought, yeah, you're <laughs> then hot. I thought, yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. And I thought, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously kill Ross because he was a dick to her at the beginning of, or yeah, at the end of the first game. Yeah, like I hated him unnecessarily. So he's trying to make himself like the big man. Like, oh, I don't like her. Don't be a dick. Like, I don't like people, and I'm not a dick to them. You sure? I mean, I don't like them romantically, and I'm not a dick. If I don't like them, sure, maybe I'll be a dick if they are a dick. You're saying dick a whole lot. I did ever. And everyone follow who will break your will and kill mom be a dick too. <laughs> uh, yeah, fine. Well, it's fine. That was weird. We did it. All right, we did it. Once again, we did it. Well, that's all for today, folks. Tune in next week to figure out how many people Rachel has given bonners to. 100! Boom, <laughs> So good. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye. So long. Bye. Thanks for listening to Drinking with Friends podcast. Artwork was created by Devin Boulay and music by Eric Koloski. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Drinking with Friends podcast, on Twitter at Drinking with Pod, and email us at Drinking with Friends pod at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening and see you next Tuesday.